welcome to the FASD Family Life Podcast, the podcast for families by families where we get real about raising children and youth with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. I am your host, Robbie Seal, FASD educator, advocate, and mom of four children with FASD. I know the struggle is real, but so is success. I hope that sharing my experiences can help you feel that you're not alone and that there is hope for you and your child with FASD. I know it can be a struggle to find resources and research to support you, your family, and your child with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And that's why I have embarked on a new initiative to interview the movers and shakers in the FASD research and resources community. Today, I'm going to tell you about the RAP 2.0 FASD Coaching Partnership Project. This is a really cool initiative by the Alberta government. Alberta is a province located in Canada. The RAP Project, the Wellness, Resiliency, and Partnership Project, provided school-based individualized mentorship and coaching supports for children and youth with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Now, that project ran from 2009 to 2017. The goal of that project was to maximize school engagement, increase academic success, and enhance the students' social, emotional, and physical well-being. Now it's been reimagined, and it's a really cool initiative that's been brought forward by the Alberta government. It's called the RAP 2.0 FASD Coaching Partnership Project. It's a five-year collaboration starting in February 2021 to January 2026. It's between the Ministry of Education, Ministry of Community and Social Services, and Alberta's 12 FASD service networks. This project seeks to maintain the same goals as the RAP project while extending its supports through the services of FASD instructional coaches, including at-the-elbow assistance and professional development. This includes early childhood services all the way through to grade 12. The objectives of the RAP 2.0 project are as follows. Number one, increase the capacity of teachers and schools to meet the educational needs of children and youth with FASD. Objective number two, teachers and school leaders will increase their knowledge and skills regarding how to support students with FASD by engaging in current best practices as shared by FASD networks through FASD instructional coaches. And objective number three, schools will enhance their capacity by incorporating FASD-informed approaches into their classroom communities as part of a continuum of supports for service. Doesn't that sound exciting? So if you are a listener anywhere in the province of Alberta, this program, RAP 2.0, is available to your school free of charge private school, charter school, public school, doesn't matter. You can contact the website I've listed in the show notes to find out more. Let me tell you about the levels of support. The supports provided by the FASD instructional coaches can include whole group coaching, small group coaching, one-to-one coaching to partner with an individual school staff to support their growth and development, provide resources, highlight research, explore and brainstorm ideas, Informal problem solving and reflection is needed. Formal coaching conversations, co-create routines and procedures, and bridge to FASD service networks. Isn't that amazing? We're going to hear from the project lead in this episode, Kathy Cross, and she's going to tell us even more about the project. 
I am uh, Kathy Cross. I am the Executive Director of Prairie Central FASD Association. That's one of the 12 Alberta FASD service networks. And I've been in the position a few years. And before that, I worked with the government of Alberta on the FASD programs. So I have a little bit of background from both sides of the board here. Wonderful. Thank you. And you are the program lead for the RAP 2.0 FASD Coaching and Partnership Project. Yes, I've been working with the coaches and uh, helped get the project up and running last spring. So excited. This is an Alberta government initiative, and we're so proud to uh, speak to it and and raise the uh, profile of it. Kathy, can you tell me when this program commenced? The program actually has been in the works for several years in in the government. Uh, It's a collaboration between community and social services and education ministries. So uh, a lot of uh, back and forth went in on getting it pulled together. It went... uh, for development in the spring uh, last year. And we started hiring our coaches just in the summer last year for their training. They actually hit the ground running in September, but the project didn't get officially announced until November 8th. So we've been working in the background, but we are now absolutely public and operating in full. Congratulations. So exciting to have you uh, up and running. What are the objectives of this program? Kathy. So the objective was to take things further from the original RAP program. The original RAP program uh, took place several years ago in a very select number of schools, and that was providing uh, mentors for individual students to help them out in the classroom. And it, it was very effective. Uh, the learning that, that took place and the success of those students was phenomenal. But it was decided that we needed a wider approach so that teachers could provide the resources and have the knowledge for all their students to succeed. Uh, We know that there's very specific um, learning methods that that children and students with FASD require, but that those learning methods also help any neurodiverse students. So what we're doing now is offering learning opportunities for the teachers, educational staff, anyone who touches these these students in any way, even bus drivers, custodial staff, anyone who deals with the students in the school system can take this training. They can learn the techniques and strategies to help these students succeed and hopefully then take that knowledge farther on in their careers and and spread it as they move around to different schools. Uh, We do that through presentations and also through elbow-to-elbow coaching with individual teachers and um, educational assistants, principals, counselors, whoever asks for the support. That's fantastic because we know to in order to have effective strategies and effective working relationships with individuals who have FASD, we have to first of all understand what is FASD, understand that that these individuals do learn and they learn differently. So we have to adapt, don't we? And I love that you're targeting more than just the classroom teacher. Tell us again who can take this training. It's anyone who is in a school in Alberta in a setting where they interact with students. 
um, so because we know that the school is a community and what we want is to have success in all parts of that community for those students. And that means understanding of everyone who interacts with them of how to talk, how to act, how to understand what the relationship is that's going on and what's happening inside the brains of students with FASD, because they are different than other students in some ways. And you said teachers, classroom aides, I would presume the the staff, like the office staff, um, you said bus drivers. I think that's really important that our bus drivers get training because they have our kids on their buses, um, generally just one adult to many students, and there's not a lot of supervision that happens, and there can be a lot of eruptive behaviors. Yeah, the same as for adults and other people in community, I and mean, we want to to talk to everyone who may interact with someone in community. We want to talk to anyone who may interact with a student. So, you know, the coaches and phys ed and counselors, of course, they're all critical. The secretary in the office, I mean, that's where the students go when they have have questions or issues. They need to know what the mindset is and how to interact. And when they're supporting the family life of that student as well, everyone who talks to a parent of the student needs to understand where that parent is coming from as well. We're coming from the edge. That's where we're coming from. (laughs) Let's say I've had to pick up my child for an appointment or I'm bringing them to school late for an appointment. So their first stop is that school secretary. And, And she's warm and she's welcoming. But she may jest with the student a bit. She may make a little joke with that student and may not get the reaction she wants because our kids, I know mine, if they're coming to school late, they're anxious. If we are out of routine at all, they are anxious. And even that little bit of joking, all well-meaning, filled with love, may not be received that way by that student. So with this, these little tiny shifts we can make with our students can ease their way for them and enable them to be far more successful. Yeah. Where is this program delivered? This program is delivered across all of Alberta. So we do have 12 uh, service networks. The service networks have coaches, these uh, FASD instructional coaches. There's 10 coaches, but they do cover the entire province. You can go to any school within the entire area, whether it's public or, or private or a charter school, we we can accommodate any school. Are they going right in the classroom, I guess, or with the COVID restrictions and all that are going on, is some of the coaching happening virtually or is it in the bricks and mortar school itself? The majority of the coaching is actually happening virtually. Uh, so the, the first part is, of course, the presentation. So there are four uh, primary presentations, uh, they're PowerPoint presentations that are done either to small groups, large groups, Um, And that's set up with the schools and and whoever they want to involve in that. And then the individual coaching can happen after there's, you know, sort of the basic knowledge level there. And it is primarily virtual. I don't think very many of our coaches are doing any traveling right now. Um, They're all located within their respective areas, right from uh, uh, up in the McKenzie high level region, right down to, you know, Lethbridge and Medicine Hat. Um, but right now, because of the restrictions and not being able to gather people in the schools to do this presentation, it's all going virtually. 
it's working very, very well. That's wonderful to hear. Um, I know some of the work I do in terms of training parents has had to shift to virtual work um, with the onset of COVID. And we've actually found that to be very, very successful. It reduces so many other barriers to travel, to cost, to time infringements for people. So I think this moving virtually is working really well. And that's great to hear. How many schools have been onboarded so far? How many schools have you worked with so far? Do you know? We've worked with um, it's about eight of the school districts. Okay. Individual schools. I think it was close to at the end of our our first quarter of actual work. I think it was close to two hundred contacts within schools. So um, that's within just a few months, really. That it is. Yeah. the The coaches just went. You know, even back in September, they had the ability to start contacting schools and although we couldn't do it on a public through social media or you know say spread the word around we we were making contacts because all all the service networks across the province have have worked with schools they've worked with families they've worked with caregivers they've uh, our prevention conversation has done a number of presentations in schools on on the prevention of FASD. So we did have all the contacts already. So we took advantage of those and said, hey, we've got this new program. It's offered for free. We just need you to gather some people to come online and we'd be happy to uh, jump right in and give you the information. So yeah, it was we hit the ground running. Fantastic. And just to think of the ripple effect, one of my children's teachers took FASD training several years ago. The ripple effect was incredible. She brought along other colleagues to have the training and other, before you knew it, the culture of the school had changed and we're becoming more FASD informed. And that serves hundreds of students in the course of these teachers' lifetimes. Yeah. And, and that's what we're, we're hoping an awful lot on word of mouth promotion of this, you know, for a teacher to say, oh my gosh, did you know? And hey, you can find out more. Started with being proactive and getting contacts and, and trying to get into schools. And um, it, it's not always successful. I mean, we still have schools who say, oh, we don't have FASD here. So there's none in our community. I mean, that that is still occurring. Yes. But we are starting to, we have a website and the website has an application form on it for the coaching supports. And we are starting to get more and more applications directly from teachers saying, you know, I don't know if you've contacted my school yet, but I sure would like to know a little bit more about this. Perfect. That leads me right to my next question. How can parents contact you or how can parents invite their schools to participate in, like you said, free professional development? The the best way is uh, when you're talking to the teachers or the counselor or, you know, the principal, vice principal of the school, you can mention that this program is available It is funded entirely through the uh, Alberta government. So there's no cost whatsoever for the school. And there, I said, there's four professional learning PowerPoint presentations that can be done. Uh, One is on the basics of FASD, the foundations. One is on strategies for the classroom. So what, what is the physical environment like that will support, best support these students? Uh, The third one is on teaching strategies. So what, are the actions and activities and um, manners that the teachers can use. And then the fourth one is on helping students transition from school to adulthood, because there's definitely gaps there that any 
any caregiver and parent will know about. So um, working with teachers and schools to help these students progress through the change to adulthood. And then again, after that, there is the elbow to elbow coaching at any level on any topic. So caregivers should just talk to the schools, say this is available. Um, the website, uh, very easy. It's rap2fasd.org, W-R-A-P, the number two, fasd.org. And you can look up what's going on, um, a little bit of information about who we are and what we do, and then the application form. So we can only do presentations to the education uh, are people working in the education. So uh, we are not at this time doing presentations just to caregiver groups, but definitely if you can get your school to sign on, um, it's all virtual if more people want to join, if the school is welcoming the parents so that everyone knows what, what, where we're coming from and what information is being passed around. That's absolutely a perfect setting. Sounds like a dream come true. My yeah. goodness, if yeah. we could build that, that cohesion and that team spirit, that team effort between home and school and everybody speaking the same language of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and the types of accommodations to the environment and strategies. That would just set our kids up for success. Absolutely. The project is only five years, so we're just, it's got a, a wonky year end. Our year end is January 31st. So we're just about to head into our second year overarching goal is to make sure at the end of the five years of this project that there is something that schools have that will carry them forward, that this information is somehow incorporated into the school system, into the training of teachers, that there are resources available, the strategies are available, that they can find what they're looking for when they need it and support each other in this type of learning. Sounds like this program is going to do a wonderful work of raising awareness of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder in schools across the province of Alberta. That's so important. And that will be how it carries on it rather than a manual about teaching strategies that sits on a shelf somewhere and just gets forgotten about. Here we are actually infusing the education system with knowledge about FASD and it's dynamic and it's changing and it's hand to elbow uh, support. I think it's going to be fantastic. And we have, and you've got five years. So the first year was laying the foundation. What's the goal for this next year? Well, this next year is, because this was all new, um, the PowerPoint presentations were all created uh, basically before the coaches came on board, everything was in place. Well, we will have had five months to have tested it. So this coming year, we're going to really scrutinize the resources, make sure that they are exactly what we need and, and fulfilling the role that we need them to fulfill. Um, it's also the coaches now because they're across the entire province. We haven't had a chance to meet face to face. Of course, it's only been virtual meetings, but establishing um, a really close team because uh, within the coaches themselves, we have coaches that have over 25 years experience working in the FASD field as you know support for caregivers and individuals with FASD. We have um, masters of various disciplines. We have experienced teachers. 
once they get together and start talking about how do we do this, what's the best thing, the synergy is amazing. I mean, I'm just awed by these. They, they have to all be ladies. I'm awed by them every time I hear them get together or see emails going back and forth of how they're sharing their own backgrounds and experience and knowledge to make this project bigger and better. So more of that in this coming year. So hopefully by the end of year two, we will have a really solid set of resources that are exactly what we need them to be doing. Really solid team that is backing everyone up and sharing each other's knowledge and building this thing forward. Well, on behalf of caregivers, of which I am one, I have four children uh, with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, and it's tough slogging at home. And it's even tougher when um, maybe our, our schools don't understand what, what it is we're going through. But I always try to build a team effort with, with my classroom teachers and my schools and have found, as you said, great synergy when we do pull together our different areas of expertise and pull together in the same directions. So on behalf of caregivers, I want to say a great big thank you to the Alberta government for this program. Kathy, to you for heading up this program. In the future, I hope to uh, speak with one or more of these 10 coaches and have them on the program and they can breathe even more life into this and talk about what it is to coach these schools, how they get involved. You know, I just would love to hear more about it. And I know my listeners would love to hear more about it too. Thank you so much for having me, Robbie. It's been, uh, it's been wonderful. Good. Thank you. Thank you for making the time. That was such an informative conversation with Kathy Cross of the RAP 2.0 FASD project here in Alberta. Researchers estimate that at least 4% of people in Canada, 5% of people in the U.S. have FASD. This means about one student in every classroom. Learn more about FASD-informed teaching and classroom strategies at rap2fasd.org. On that website, you will find blogs, contact information, details about the project, details about the services, the instructional coaching, and resources. And the FASD Family Life Podcast is here for you too. This is the podcast for families by families raising children and youth with FASD. I hope that by sharing my experiences and my FASD education with you, you will feel connected to someone who knows what you're going through. And I can offer a little education, encouragement, and empowerment as you raise your children with FASD. If you found this episode on Facebook, please drop a comment in the comment section. Again, that signals to the algorithms that this podcast is important and it spreads the awareness of this podcast even farther. Do you have a question that you would like me to address on the show? Do you have something that you're struggling with that you would like me to talk about with you? Do you have an idea for a topic to cover on the show? Email me at fasdfamilylife at gmail.com or message me on Facebook at Robbie Seal. I will do my best to address your question in an email and also on the show so we can learn and grow together. And I've got some big things coming up this month. This is my one-year anniversary of FASD Family Life Podcast. We have exciting episodes coming up, really informative, more research and resources episodes, hearing from adults who have FASD and how they are just killing it. They are doing so great. So if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you do because you don't want to miss anything. Do you want to support the work of the FASD Family Life Podcast? 
I would appreciate it if you bought me a coffee. There's a link in the show notes to buy me a coffee at FASD Family Life. And I have to say, thank you for sharing your time with me. I know it's precious. Until next week, remember, the struggle is real, but so is success. I'll speak with you soon.